Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And we are here to talk about the new film by Greta Gerwig, Little Women. Okay, so Little Women is um, an adaptation of Louise May Alcott's novel, Little Women. Um, it's one of, I don't know, I think there's been three or four previous... Um, I think uh, the number you're looking for is five bajillion. <laughs> there have been many adaptations of this book before. Um, but this is the first one, uh, written and directed by a woman, Greta Gerwig, and... It is. It stars uh, Saoirse Ronan as uh, Joe March, who's um, kind of our, I think, our lead character. And it's all about her sisters, the March sisters. There's four of them, and their relationship, and growing up, and forming relationships with several men, and maybe deciding not to form relationships at all. So that's kind of the gist of the movie. What did you think of this? I'll first say that I think that. Um, Heidi Thomas and uh, Vanessa Caswell will disagree with you. Oh. They they wrote and directed respectively the 2017 Little Women oh, okay. that had and Angela Lansbury in it. I haven't seen that. Yeah, one. yeah. No, I just <laughs> just in case anyone wanted to you know get us on that. But um, right. I wanted to love this movie. Um, I think it's an important movie. You know, it is. Um, written and then adapted by a woman. And uh, I, I loved Greta Gerwig's, um, um, what was that movie a couple years ago? Uh, Lady Bird. Lady Bird, yes. I love that movie. Uh, that's also featured Saoirse Ronan. Yes. And also Timothy Chalamet, who are yes. both in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a strong female cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, there's a lot about it that I like, but then there's a lot about it that I, I don't. That all weighs it down too much for me. But I will say a few things that I, I do like about it. So I do think the direction is good. So there's a lot of, 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 of shots in this movie um, that are that are just, you know, they're beautiful. I mean, for one thing, this is set in um, uh, this is Massachusetts, mm-hmm. I think, Concord, Massachusetts, uh, during and after the Civil War. Um, and some of it's in like wintertime and autumn and, and just the, the framing of the shots is just really beautiful. You see foliage and lakes and, mm-hmm. and you know, Beautiful homes. Uh, yeah, and so I, I, I like that. Um, the cinematography by our Yorick LaSalle, who um, is just, just quite good in this, and also has to sort of act as a, as a marker for what we're seeing here, because some of it takes place during the Civil War, like I said, and some mm-hmm. of it's uh, seven years later. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of moves back and forth during throughout the film. Um, so... Uh, the the look of and the tone of the the during and post civil war parts has to has a different look and feel to it so mm-hmm. that sort of helps ground us right. um, where we're at although later on I'll talk about how mm-hmm. it it doesn't ground us enough and I have an issue with the editing um, the acting in this is just top notch mm-hmm. um, you've got Saoirse Ronan as Joe March you've got Emma Watson uh, Florence Pugh and Elizabeth Scanlon playing her sisters and they're all uh, turned in excellent performances the always awesome Laura Dern mm-hmm. is in this as their mother and she you know she's just, just great um, Meryl Streep is in this Meryl Streep's fine <laughs> uh, and uh, Timothy Chalamet oh yeah. my gosh Timothy Chalamet <laughs> I'm a little I, I have a little biased I mean I, I like Timothy Chalamet quite a bit but he's just always excellent and he is he's, he's excellent in this um, so the you know the the directing and the cinematography 
and the acting. And I would even, you know, talk about like the set design and stuff. I mean, this is all, that's all great. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with all that. I think this is a beautifully made film. Um, I think it's beautifully written and photographed and acted, all of those things. Um, so I, I know you have issues with the, the, the two timelines. So we have two kind of timelines that are happening, and it, the, the movie flips back and forth between the, the pre-Civil War... Um, no, it's during Civil War. Or, yeah, yeah, during Civil War, childhood years, and then the post-Civil War when... Um, yeah, they've, they've become more of an adult. They, they've moved on with their lives. And um, I, I really like the way they filmed those two timelines. So you can, you can easily, as it's switching back and forth, you can tell um, just by the, the, the tone of the film. Like it has a much warmer um, tone in the, during the Civil War when mm-hmm. all the girls are together at home. Mm-hmm. And then... Once you know some of them have moved out and it's past the Civil War, it has a more kind of a, a more a gray tone, um, and it fits the mood of, of both those periods. And I really liked that. I liked, I think, being a switching back and forth between the two timelines. It made certain um, events a little resonate a little more because you could you would immediately get this contrast between. Um, the two different time periods, and it, it to me it just it really added something, and it sure it's 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 doing something different to kind of um, you know make this adaptation a little flow a little differently, which is a positive thing, but it, I think it also, like I said, made certain things resonate a little more. So I, I really liked it. Um, yeah, the cast is wonderful. Um, Saoirse Ronan is just one of my favorite actresses, I think, <laughs> um, with this and Lady Bird. And before that, she was in Brooklyn, which is one of my favorite movies of recent years. Um, I think she's just one of my favorite actresses. And she has amazing chemistry with uh, Timothy Chalamet, who plays Laurie, the, the boy next door, the rich boy next door, <laughs> who kind of becomes part of their, their, um, their little you know, sisterhood clan. And he's... He's just charming, and yeah, you can see why <laughs> you can see why the girls are kind of infatuated with him. But um, I, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. Now, I will say that there are a couple of directions that the plot takes that perhaps aren't completely believable as far as how relationships end up and how. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk about that. Okay, so. Uh, I'll just say here now, uh, we're going to get into some spoilers. Oh, okay. So, um, you've kind of gotten a, a taste of our thoughts here about it, and um, from here on out, we are going to talk a little bit more about it, but we're going to get into some spoilers. So, if you haven't read this, what it was, 150 years, <laughs> something year old book, however old the book is, if you mm-hmm. haven't read it, um, or seen any of the adaptations, then you know you can turn back now. Sure. But yeah. So, what about the plot uh, did you know? Well, so you know, for most of the movie, you've been you've seen Joe and Lori um, kind of build this bond, build this relationship, mm-hmm. um, for for reasons that she I think gives quite eloquently. Joe chooses not to um, marry him, not to be with him, mm-hmm. 
And he then, Lori, um, ends up marrying her sister, uh, Beth. Or no, Amy. Yeah. And it's just not that relationship. The Lori Amy relationship just isn't, there aren't enough scenes in my opinion to kind of warrant that relationship and that marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it it probably serves as good evidence that Joe was correct in turning him down because if he's just going to turn around and marry her sister, um, (laughs) perhaps he wasn't the man for her, (laughs) but, uh, but it, that, just seemed kind of, it was hard to believe. However, so that, I think that's one criticism you have. I feel like... Can I say, talk about Sure, that? sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, and again, I just be perfectly honest, I have not read uh, Louisa May Alcott's book, and I haven't seen other adaptations of it. Um, so how much of this is the way this was, you know, portrayed in this film and how much of it is just part of the source material mm-hmm. I don't know but um, yeah so Saoirse Ronan and Timothy Chalamet have wonderful chemistry mm-hmm. in this movie their characters are, are great in it um, they are together for quite a bit of it in the sense that they are um, you know they are, are, are friends who have a lot of you know enjoyment being around each other right and and you, you think it's probably going to go somewhere but then it doesn't you know he doesn't necessarily propose to her but he He's once he has a conversation with her where he wants to be like, mm-hmm. you know, like it gets serious, right? Mm-hmm. And she says no. It's a very you know moving scene. Mm-hmm. You see part of it in the trailers. Um, I, I, I get her reasons that she provides in that moment about why she doesn't want to be with him. I mm-hmm. get that, mm-hmm. but then she has this like change of heart, right? Mm-hmm. And she writes him this letter. And they have this common, I don't know, it's like a little mailbox on a tree or something. Mm-hmm. And they each have a key to it. Mm-hmm. And they um, they exchange... Although, I don't know if we... Do we ever see them actually exchange letters in that? No. No. They just but, talk about but it. They talk about it, yeah. But she puts... Uh, she writes this... And this is after the war. And she has come back to, to Concord. And so she writes him this love letter... Um, and doesn't know that he has married Amy, her sister, yet. Mm-hmm. And then she puts it in the box. And then they come back, yeah, Amy and, and Laurie come back, and you know they announce that they've been married. So she takes the letter out of the mailbox. Right? <laughs> um, and so the issues I guess I have here are, are, and I haven't even gotten to the last bit yet, but the, the, I'll stop and just say, it is not communicated to me, in this movie at least, why Amy and Lori get together. Mm-hmm. Now, listen to me. If I'm Amy <laughs> and Lori looks like Timothy Chalamet and mm-hmm. as charming as he is, then I certainly um, would would see why she would fall for him. But it, 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 seriously, though, it, it's not. They 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 meet up in Paris post Civil War, kind of accidentally, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like sort of for whatever reason that's not explained very well, the script requires that they get together so they do mm-hmm. although later on it's showing that Lori is fairly you know jealous of mm-hmm. of a suitor that comes for mm-hmm. uh, Joe right. um, so I don't know it just the whole Lori and Amy thing didn't it, that the groundwork was not laid very well it was not explained mm-hmm. and then 
again, in this nonlinear fashion that they just chose to tell this particular version of the story, um, at the beginning of the movie, it starts out, um, if I'm correct, post-Civil War, mm-hmm. when Joe is in New York City, and she is in a rooming house, and there's also a young professor um, whose name I can't pronounce, but he's referred to as an immigrant, um, Professor Bayer or something, I don't know, mm-hmm. but... He likes her, he gives her a book of Shakespeare, and he reads some of her work and tells her that her work isn't good. Mm-hmm. Now, he tells her that like she has talent, but he doesn't like what she's written. Mm-hmm. And she gets upset, and she storms out. Mm-hmm. That is kind of what we see to the That's the extent of their interaction, their real interaction together. Mm-hmm. And then, not long after that, she has to rush back to Concord. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the movie, he... Finds her address out from somebody who I didn't recognize the name of the person who he got the address from, but he, he just shows up in Concord, right? Mm-hmm. And and says he's on his way to California, but he's obviously there because he likes her. And then he stays there for, I don't know, an indeterminate amount of time, a few hours, a few days. Mm-hmm. He plays the piano, and then he leaves. Yeah. And as right after he leaves, everyone in the house is staring at Joe and says... You love him. Oh my gosh, she knew after him. Go, go. And I'm sitting there like, she loves, she loves him? Like, <laughs> where, the, <clears throat> nothing, again, their relationship was not developed to me, in this movie at least, in a way that, that says, you know, that they love each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a thing for her, obviously, and, you know, fine, whatever. I, did not pick that up at all from her. I, I there were people in this movie telling her character that she loves him, so that's, I guess that's what we're supposed to go with. Right. Um, I thought that was poorly done. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you. There are there aren't enough scenes to kind of to build up that relationship, and it it did ring false at the end. I I I, I did kind of like the end. So Joe has written a novel that's based on the events that we've just seen and it's called Little Women and she's discussing with her publisher and the publisher's insisting that the, the book has to end with you know a, has to have a romantic happy ending with with the lead character of finding a husband and everything like that and and so she's kind of making a decision at that point to um, you know create this happy ending for her book in order to sell it um, even though it goes against what the character of Joe has kind of stood for or has claimed to have stood for through most of the movie. And then um, and then the movie ends with that same kind of um, relationship. And it wasn't completely clear if we were seeing what was really happening to Joe March or what was happening to her character in the book. I don't know. I found it, it was kind of meta and strange, and I kind of liked it. I can see how some people might not might not like it. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> And <clears throat> so I will say again. The the, the uh, again. I don't know if this was part of the book, right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or whether this is all something Greta Gerwig created for the screenplay. Mm-hmm. This whole um, Joe March writing a story that ends up being Little Women. Mm-hmm. Um, that all took me out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, uh, so going back to the editing, which I said I would go back to earlier. The um, <clears throat> I got confused, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't, uh, here's the thing. I have seen plenty of movie that shifts back and forth, uh, through time <laughs> and have also seen plenty of movie that has, you know, sort of meta and has somebody talking about, 
even sometimes the events of the film, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not bothered me. And both of those things bothered me in this movie. The editing and the the, the meta nature of it. And, and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, people's uh, opinions may vary. I happen to uh, like it. I feel like those, you know, those failures aside, the failures of building up those relationships, I feel like the movie did succeed at some of the big things that it was trying to depict, which is um, the close bond between sisters, um, talking about the role of women in this 19th century society and the restrictions that were mm-hmm. on them and the, the the role that marriage played and mm-hmm. how, you know, they didn't really, really have a lot of choice in what their lives were going to, how their lives were going to play out. Um, I thought it really, I thought it did a good job um, discussing those issues. Um, and I think it also, you know, one thing I always remember about Little Women, I've seen several of the previous um, adaptations, is how it focuses on a love of the arts and imagination because the girls, they love acting, they love writing, mm-hmm. um, they love music. It's, these, these things are all very important to them and I really got that sense in this movie as you should, I think, with any adaptation of this of Little Women. Um, so I, there's a lot that I loved about the movie, and I'm willing to um, not forgive, but I'm willing to tolerate some of the deficiencies maybe in the in the screenplay. Yeah, um, I, I do agree with you there. I mean, so the 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 familial bonds in this movie, particularly mm-hmm. the ones with the sisters and the mother, are, mm-hmm. are very strong and portrayed very well, and it does get across to you the issues that women faced of this time period um and and sometimes i mean this the the way that they portrayed the familial bonds really kind of um challenged you or challenged me anyway because i mean you know the amy sister mm-hmm. when she's younger particularly um, i mean she's always seems kind of spoiled but when she's younger particularly i mean she does something pretty pretty terrible in my opinion mm-hmm. um and it's, it's pretty much you know forgiven um, and then there's a. I really like this scene. I think it's between. I think it's Saoirse Ronan and Laura Dern. It's Laura Dern and one of the daughters, mm-hmm. where Laura Dern's character talks about how she's angry every single day because she yeah. seems very happy-go-lucky, right? And they and that's mentioned to her and like how she never gets angry. And she's like, well, no, I'm actually angry every single day. But mm-hmm. she basically talks about how she what she chooses, how she chooses to be, right. th- in spite of that. Right. And I thought that was very fascinating. Right. It was good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> One last thing that I have to, because <laughs> it, it did bug me when I was watching it. <laughs> um, like we we are shifting back and forth in time, mm-hmm. and in I would say the first half of the movie, and this is you know a two hour and fourteen minute film. Um, the first half of the film, we never see Mister March, yeah, who uh, ends up playing being played by Bob Bob Odenkirk. Um, he is off in the in the Civil War era scenes. He is off fighting the war. Yeah. And when we see the post-Civil War scenes in the first half of the film, we don't see him at all. Mm-hmm. And some stuff is happening. I mean, um, Joe returns from New York City to Concord because of a very serious situation. And <laughs> we don't ever see him around for mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, and obviously, you know, again, he's, he's, in, in, he's off fighting the Civil War in the, in the earlier scenes. So, you know... I'm I'm left wondering again. I mean, this is me, someone who's not familiar with the source material and has never seen an adaptation. So this is all new to me. I'm like, well, I wonder if he's, you know, dead. Did he die in the war? You know, is that is that what happened? Or mm-hmm. maybe he something happened. I mean, he's it's odd that he's not seen at all mm-hmm. in in stuff. Um, 
And then about midway through, a little bit after midway through, um, he, he comes home from the war. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, when it's again, and it shifts back and forth in time a lot. Um, and then, after we see him come home in the, from the war, and then in the later post-Civil War scenes, we start to see him a lot more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that jarring, because my whole thought then was, well, where was he before in these post-Civil War scenes? And the only answer I could think of was, ah, they're trying to make you wonder, like I was. Like, well, what happened to him? Did he mm-hmm. And narratively, in hindsight, it doesn't make sense. And there is a particular important, a particularly important scene, post-Civil War, that he's absent from. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you and I talked about this after the movie, and you think it's okay that he wasn't there. <laughs> I think it's very odd that he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so <clears throat> this I, this this movie just has too many things that I think um, objectively are an issue that I just I, I wanted to love it, but I I didn't. Yeah, just just to discuss that issue a little more, I think I think you're right. He was probably left out of, from the earlier scenes of the movie because for dramatic reasons they they didn't. They wanted you to wonder, you know, what his fate was going to be in the Civil War. Um, And then, I don't know, I just think they made choices to focus more on the female characters. So when he's not present in certain scenes, um, and it's just the the female characters, I think that was a deliberate choice. And, you know, you can say that maybe he was was at work or taking care of other things during those scenes. But... um, um, yeah, I just think the focus here was on the the female characters, and yeah, maybe it doesn't make complete sense, but mm-hmm. it, it didn't bother me personally. But you know, when when you bring now that you you've brought it up, I, I do find it a little strange. Mm-hmm. Do you think this will be nominated for any Academy Awards? I think it should. <laughs> <laughs> I think definitely for some acting uh, nominations, it should get some acting nominations. I thought. Saoirse Ronan was great. I thought Timothy Chalamet was great. I don't know if he'll be he'll be recognized. I think Laura Dern was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Florence Pugh. I, so I I know you you maybe have some issues with Florence Pugh because she was in a movie called Midsummer, which um, we found a little difficult to to appreciate her performance in that. But I thought she was good as as Amy. And um, yeah, but all of them were were, were really good. Um, I thought I thought it looked great. So cinematography would be a, would be a good um, nomination, and we'll disagree on this probably. But I liked the editing as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> we will disagree on that. So no, I think it should be nominated. Actually, even despite all the, the stuff I've just put uh-huh. down on it, uh-huh. um, you know, it's it's a wonderful looking film. Costume design, cinematography, mm-hmm. you know, even direction, um, and then the acting. It's got a lot of strong things I think it should be nominated for. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I do think Greta Gerwig should get a nomination for this. Um, and, and I just want to take this moment to say that, you know, the Golden Globe nominations have already been announced and they had five Best Director nominations and none of them were female. And um, I find that shocking in a year where this has been such a strong year for, for yeah. movies directed by women. Yeah. Um, so... This, I think, hopefully gets some nominations. I have this really weird feeling that it won't. And I don't, I, I don't, not quite sure why, but I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope you are too. Yeah. 
So, now, score time. Um, what do you give this out of 10? I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Whoa. Okay. I'm giving this a 6.5. Goodness. And uh, our score is a 7.8. Uh, it is on the tomato meter. It's a 95% certified fresh from critics, and it has a 92% from audiences. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm in the minority. I get it. I get it. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you.